I speak to you this day in the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Imagine with me, if you will, imagine with me the disciples and hearing that Lazarus was ill. They knew the connection between Lazarus and Jesus. Remember previously that Lazarus had gone over to the house in Bethany. They had had a moment. You know the Martha and the Mary story. One served and one sat at the other's feet. And the ever-living question, which is better to be, Martha or Mary? Spoiler alert, it's both. So they knew the connection between Jesus and Lazarus. And I can imagine the shock when they heard Jesus say, no, no, I'm not going out there. I, I already know how this ends. Yes, he may be ill, but it's going to end well. Again, I'm paraphrasing. And he says, this illness does not lead to death. Rather, it is for God's glory, so that the Son of God might be glorified through it. In this death and the raising of Lazarus from the dead, the disciples and those gathered around the tomb see the glory of God. They see a sign of the glory of God. I use the word sign very deliberately. Because in the, what are called the synoptic gospels, you may remember Matthew, Mark, and Luke, we hear about miracles. In the gospel of John which is what we're reading from, the fourth gospel, we don't hear about miracles, but about signs. And the miracles that Jesus does, turning water into wine, the healing of the blind man, they all point to Jesus. They all point to what the kingdom of God is like. Remember, signs always point to something else. The sign out front of this church calls it St. John's Anglican Church. It is not the thing itself, but it points to the thing inside. On the road here, there were multiple signs telling me to point to if I wanted to go to Tilston, if I wanted to go... I still remember this to this day, the Zarn sign. It is not the thing, but it points to something else. It points to the road to Tilston or to the Zarn's farm. And we see this kind of throughout the first part of the Gospel according to St. John. Little biblical moment. The first part of the Gospel of St. John is the book of signs. The second part is called the book of glory. We're still in the book of signs. In that miracle at Cana, 
at the wedding feast where Jesus turns water into wine. And oh, what miracle divine when water reddened into wine. He spake the word and forth it flowed in streams that nature ne'er bestowed. Him that I love. The sign in the 180 gallons of wine is the abundance of the kingdom of God. The sign points to something. So you might be wondering, okay, what is the sign here in Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead? I think the sign here is this, that there is a difference between raising from the dead and the resurrected life. That on this little coil, we hear stories of being raised from the dead. But in the life of the kingdom of God, in the life of the world to come, to quote the creed, we are talking about a resurrected life. Let me explain a little bit here. In raising Lazarus from the dead, everything returned to the way it was. He stood up and walked out to return to the life on this here mortal coil with all the fun that comes with, with all the fun that comes with living the human experience. You all know what it's like to live the human life. It's not easy. And that's what being raised from the dead is like. You are made human once again. With all the fun that comes with. And at the end of the day, you will die again. Lazarus died again. Being raised from the dead versus the resurrected life, which is you are raised from the dead into God's kingdom and into the abundance, that the fullness of life that God wants for each one of us. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly, to quote a few chapters earlier in John 10. This, I think, is important to us to think about on the fifth Sunday of Lent because we are a stone's throw away from Palm Sunday, Good Friday, and the events of Jesus Christ's death and resurrection. So for us to pause for a moment to think about the differences between being raised from the dead and the resurrected life, I think, is important. Because Jesus Christ on Good Friday will die. But the difference is this. He will be resurrected from the dead. Not raised from the dead. He will have life and have it abundantly. He will return as the second person of the holy and undivided trinity. And in his resurrection... 
we are promised resurrection from the dead at the end of our days. And at the end of our days, we are promised the fullness of life that God intended for us at the beginning when we were created. So as we think about these things on what is traditionally known as Passion Sunday, the Sunday we're in the old calendar, we remember Christ's passion, his, the story of his trial, his walk on the Via Dolorosa, his crucifixion and death. Let us remember that he is not raised from the dead, but is resurrected to the fullness of life that God wanted for him, that God the Father wanted for him. And that in his death and resurrection, we too will one day be resurrected to enjoy the fullness of life that God intended for us from the beginning. Jesus Christ died on the cross so that we may have a resurrected life. One where there is fullness of joy. One where sorrow and dying and pain will be no more. One where every tear will be wiped away. He died so that we may fully live an abundant life. The life of the world to come. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.